The Jeep Celebration event is here, which means great deals on the SUVs built to stand the test of time are waiting. Hurry in before time runs out. FCA vehicle owners financing at $4,750 total cash allowance on select 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 models and dealer stock the longest. On oldest 20% inventory of 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo models as of 3-3-2020 in dealer stock. Current vehicle must be registered for 30 days. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 3-31-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark.
Hi everybody, welcome to Gay XYZ. Hey guys, isn't Hello. that song beautiful? I like it, I really do. It's really cool. Yeah, I, I was like it, it when, when I was in Chicago this weekend, Kim Chi, she's a, a popular drag queen up there, she performed that and I was like, what is this? It's Say Lulu, I'm like obsessed with them. I listened to their whole album today. I really liked it. I've never heard of them before. Yeah, they're like like super, super new onto the scene. Are they American? So, um, I, I'd say it's like alternative and they're with like a, a really small record label. So but I think, uh, they got what it takes and they are gorgeous girls, gorgeous, they gorgeous are girls. a blonde and a brunette, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see them. Yeah. They are pretty nice suggestion. I like that a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks for listening to Gay XYZ. It's your host, Christian Donovan and Jason. I always try to say our names alphabetically. <laughs> um, and we are coming at you from Dallas, Texas, because that's where we all live and we reside. And we want to say thanks for listening to the show. If you haven't heard of the show before, you can always find us on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Central Time and uh, on the website at gayxyz.com, also on speaker.com. So if you want to find out more about us, go to gayxyz.com and uh, you can. So tonight we're talking about um, several things, as usual, and we wanted to talk about, well, Christian, you actually had something specific you wanted to discuss first, so let's talk about that. Yeah, I think tonight, as a main topic, uh, I think one thing that's really interesting about our show is that we have um, the different point of views from each uh, different generation, and one of the big things I've kind of noticed as I've grown up, and especially as technology has kind of, we've become a slave to technology, is uh, how how we communicate and specifically dating wise. So for me, um, you know, as a millennial person in my early twenties, I've kind of just been thrown into this world of like online dating and just like app dating, and that's kind of all it is. And like, if you go out to bars or clubs or um, lounges or whatever it may be, you know, nobody really approaches people anymore. You know, people are so uh, fearful of rejection and they, they don't want to go up to somebody. So if they see a cute guy that they like, they go on their like Tinder or Grinder or Scruff or whatever it is to see if they're on there um, to see, I guess, if they're single or, you know, if they're open to communication. But, you know, that's one thing I kind of wish that it was old school because I feel like, I don't know, like online dating and like app dating to me is like so weird. I'm kind of shy. So like, Meeting a stranger on a date is, like, really weird. I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, no, I, how do you feel like it differs I, from how I, you guys grew up? I, I can completely talk about that because um, when I grew up, because, you know, it was forever ago because I'm so old, forever ago <laughs> in the 90s, um, you know, before computers were really huge and you could really you could communicate online and stuff. When I was 14 years old, I was on BBS's local bulletin boards. They were called. You could communicate right. that way. So I've actually been doing that ever since then. But um, actually, you know, we'd go out to the the clubs usually to meet guys, um, or with through friends or whatever. But clubs. Right. And so when we go to the club. Uh, I'd be walking and somebody grab my ass or, right. or someone would grab my crutch or they'd say hi or buy me, buy me a drink or whatever. So it was always like the typical, you know, what you find when you go out, usually uh, in the old days. That's what would happen. So if you were interested in someone, you would go up to them. Um, and you'd ask for their number and you have a little white card, you write your phone number with a pencil on it and say, Hey, call me, you know, whatever. Um, and now I think it's so true what you're saying that people are so used and so comfortable to being behind a computer screen, whether it's their phone or their, their desktop, instead of actually connecting with people by actually going up to them and risking themselves, they don't have to anymore. And I think that really takes away from, um, a real interaction. That's what I think. Yeah, I think so too. What about you, Jason? Do you do like any online dating, plenty of fish or anything like that? Um, I have 
Um, well, I currently have a plenty of fish profile up, but I, I rarely go to it. I mean, it's just I don't. It is different because we are in the era of technology where everyone has, you know, where everyone there's. You go online and you meet someone instead of you know doing it you know back in the day like they used to do in person and that type of thing. So. I think it takes away from the social aspect of it as far as mm-hmm. meeting someone in person because, you know, it's, it's one of those things, like, I've been on dates to where, like, it seemed like I met someone and we had a lot, a lot to talk about online, but then once we met on person, it was, like, cricket chirping. It's a different, yeah, you had it's textual a chemistry. It's a completely, exactly. It's a completely, exactly. Different, so, it's a completely yeah. different dynamic. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I, I do agree as well that it, it's definitely changed and well, not I, in a good way, but, you I, know, that's... That's the age of, you know, social media and online dating and all that. Well, I, I also think that um, when you meet people, as you just said, the dynamic is different when you meet someone online and you talk to them that way versus in person. And you can have a great conversation and get along great online and then you meet them in person. And like you said, it's crickets. And that is that is part of the, the negative side of it because you get to know someone for who they are to some extent, but you can't get to know them 100% until you meet them, right, in the flesh. And I think that's such a big difference in actually meeting someone online because, I mean, you never know what you're going to get online. So, Well, yeah, and, like, you know, a lot of times, you know, somebody might have a profile picture from five years ago or 50 pounds ago or, you know, whatever. It's so easy to, like, put up a false uh, representation of yourself. And I think and then that's what everybody does online when you, for the most part. When you, and then when you get put in that situation on a date and you're like, ah, well, if you're dating, you know, it could be, it could be a sticky situation. If you're dating and you do that, especially if you're dating and you do that, then it's not fair to the person that you meet to expect someone right. 50 pounds ago or 20 years ago, right. obviously. Mm-hmm. So that's not fair. Um, but I don't know. I think, um, you know, I met my husband on um, MySpace. <laughs> uh, oh, throwback birthday! Yeah. So, and well, that was in 2007. It wasn't that long ago. It was the tail end of the era. Um, but yeah, so I, I, you know, and that's how I met. And I think it's fine. I think you can meet someone for sure online. I just think that you have to take it from online to the real world. You can't just stay online all the time, obviously. Right. Um, oh yeah. my gosh, that's so funny. You're gonna tell your kids, well. It all started when Daddy liked my photo. <laughs> he was actually—he was actually his friend. Said uh, he was trying to get him to date again, and I was uh, on Yahoo or something. I don't know. And he saw my picture on there. Then he saw me on Facebook. I mean, MySpace. And she said, she she said, um, email him, email him, email him. And he's like, no, no, no. He's out of my league or something like that. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> That's what he told me. I was like, I'm not out of your league. Anyway, so he goes, he goes, so he emails me, whatever. And then I'm like, uh, you don't have a picture. Give me a picture. I was like really snap, snappy and bitchy about it. Right. I was like, where's your picture? <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, because people like, they come to you and they're like, uh, you've got a picture. You've got your whole fucking life on there. And right. they don't have a picture or anything. Yeah, so, in return. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I need to do that. That's the other thing. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, also people today are very um, weary of, um, to some degree, just having a connection, even after you meet someone, you've met them in person, um, sort of like Jason was talking about. You know, I think sometimes because you're so comfortable online, I think your persona can be completely different in person. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, are you are either of you a very different in person than you are online? I'm pretty much exactly the same. But are you any different, or what do you think? I'm the same. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd say I'm the same. I have a bit more personality in person than I do online, just because sometimes. 
um, online, I have to kind of hold back a little bit. Just you have for... a bit more personality in person? Is that what she said? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're missing the facial expressions. <laughs> oh, yeah, the punctuation. Yes, okay. The hand gestures, all that. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> sometimes I have to hold back a little bit online from a business standpoint. But, you know, right. uh, I always like to like have a lot of energy in person and, you know... I don't uh, like to censor myself. That's my my thing. I've never liked to censor myself. And I'm exactly the same way in person as I am online. So people are like, you know, one time actually, like a, about three months ago or two months ago, I put online, okay, I'm going to do an experiment. It's July, actually. I'm going to do an experiment for a month, and then I'm going to see what happens if I say exactly what I think all the time for a month. And I did. And at the end of the month, I realized I already say exactly what I think all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I would already say this anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was no yeah. different. And my friends are like, You're no different than you always are. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, no, but yeah, I think, I think it's a, a good point though, Christian. I think people, mm-hmm. um, it is different. People do date differently used to. It's so it. weird. Cause like five, six years ago, it was so taboo to like have a grinder, like have any mm-hmm. sort of kind of like dating app. Like it was something you didn't really talk about. No, like, imagine. Okay. Yes. Five, six years ago for you, but imagine the early days <clears throat> in the nineties when mm-hmm. I was using it, people looked at you like you were fucking crazy from another planet. Like, you yeah. met somebody online? Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it's like, what? I mean, aren't they like a, aren't they a pedophile? I mean, you know what I mean? Right. In the 90s, people thought everybody who was online was like that or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so, but yeah, it's true. That is true. But um, what about, um, you know, in terms of dating now versus before? Another thing I think is different is at least in my perspective, is um, that you guys seem to not really, not you guys personally, but your generations, uh-huh. seem to not really value romance very much. Uh, for, for, yeah, for, agree. Yes, for, I mean, like, for me, for me, I mean, there's dating where you actually go on a date, you get to know someone, you try to romance someone, you try to fall in love versus just going and having sex. You know what I mean? Yeah. For gay guys, anyway. Yeah, I feel like a lot of guys are uh, jaded and kind of tarnished and they kind of just have this, this, I don't know, like until you can break down the wall, they kind of don't give you a whole lot, you know what I mean? Because I feel like maybe they think, you know, and if they're a serial dater, they don't date often or whatever, you know, maybe they think that this is just kind of another one until they prove otherwise. Um, but I think that you should, you know, have like a little bit of an opening to, you know, be open to letting somebody to letting somebody in. Well, everybody, that's the whole point, though, about if you're looking for love, and this is a point for anyone, if you're looking for love, you have to be vulnerable. You can't yeah. You can't allow yourself to have a wall up and try to actually be in love with someone. It's not possible. Yeah. So I think maybe it's generational, too, though. I think your, your mm-hmm. generation seems a lot more jaded than mine was. Mine was <sighs> all about romance. Listen to, listen to the music in the 90s. It was all about love and falling in mm-hmm. love. And in the ni- in 2000, it's like, shake that ass, shake that ass. It's like, you know, it's like so different. <laughs> So, I know. Imagine what. Imagine what the next ones are going to be like. Oh Jesus. no! It's going to be pornography no. on the. Road. I can only imagine. Oh, I know. Pretty soon. Oh. God. Speaking Goodness. of speaking of generation gaps, did you see that video I posted by any chance? Yeah, I did see it. Yes, that is hilarious. Uh, oh, the with the, with the old, uh, not older. I don't want to say older. But old. Yeah, the old guy. Yeah. They made the young 20 guys seem like a complete idiot. Airhead. Well, that's how... The thing is... I mean, just, it's not like he's an airhead so much. I mean, he, although he did seem like one actor, the way he played, portrayed him. But, I mean, for me, it's like when I run into this, it's like I expect um, a certain level of knowledge from gay people, what, whatever age they are, mm-hmm. because... 
it's just cult, pop culture. And pop so culture, yeah. I think most gay guys generally are pretty up on culture, whether it's our culture or another, another one. So when I was young, when I was like 20-year-old 20 20 kid, I actually had lots of friends who were older than me. And so I knew all this shit. So maybe I was an anomaly. but um, And so that's why I always knew the generation before me and after me, whatever. But you guys, you guys, I mean, you guys are the same way to some degree. And I don't expect well, you to no, know everything. It's like that. I mean, it's like that for people when it comes to music. I mean, I may not know all these movies sure. from back in the day, but I mean, I've talked to people who that who's you know who are like who's Missy Elliott or you exactly. know that oh, that was, I was yeah. I'm like I was like, are you kidding me? You don't know who Missy Elliott? Yeah, because I remember watching this video on. Uh, I think I might have talked about this several shows ago, but there was this Buzz not Buzzfeed, but there was some type of video where they had like these teenagers. To like watch '90s music videos and yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. I saw yeah, it too. And, yeah, I loved and, it. And some girl was like, "Is that Missy Elliott?" And then she was like, "Is that a man or a woman?" Like, I really don't know. And I'm like, "You have got to be kidding me!" Yes, and see, that's how I feel a lot of the time because it's not about your age. I'm not you know, I'm saying you're. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm talking about you know another person, existential you, your age. Your age isn't what I'm talking about. I'm talking so much about the fact that it's it's knowledge, and so. People just don't seem to be interested in, in knowing about where people came from. Like, for example, people like who love Britney Spears or Taylor Taylor mm-hmm. Swift or whomever may be current now. I don't know whoever there is. Um, who came before them? Uh, and who came before them? Who were the actors and the actresses before those actresses in it today? Yeah, who paved the way? Exactly. And I think you got to mm-hmm. pay homage to those people. And so I think most people should be up to date on those things. I mean, if you're going to say, who's Missy Elliott? <sighs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel. That's exactly how. It's I just feel. like to me. It's like saying who is Madonna, who is Janet Jackson. Who I mean, you know what I mean. It's just like what. Um, yeah. It's just nuts to me. So anyway, I just thought it was a funny little video. But if you guys haven't seen it, who are listening on the show, um, you can go to the. I think it's on the Gay XYZ page as well as the Off Limits Show page. You can go to the other page and you can go on there and look at the video um, about generation gaps in the gay community. It's pretty fucking funny. Um, <laughs> so you you uh, actually wanted to talk about Caitlyn Jenner on Ellen, uh, Jason? Yes. Yeah, so as you guys know, I am I'm I'm okay with Caitlyn Jenner. She's okay. However, comma, um, <laughs> she was on the Ellen show sometime last week, and uh, she was pretty much Ellen was pretty much answering her some questions about you know what does she you know what does she think about same sex marriage. You know, yada, yada, yada. And Caitlin's answer was actually pretty interesting. Um, she says, let me find the quote right quick. Um, yeah, she was she, like really lukewarm about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was like, I'm a traditionalist. I'm older than most people in the audience. I, f- I kind of like tradition, and it's always be- been between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I don't quite get it. Mm-hmm. Then she goes on to say, um, you know, as time goes on, I, um, I think a lot of people on this issue have, issue have really changed their thinking um, and that type of thing. And she was like, you know, if the word marriage is really, really that important to you, I can go with it. So here's my take on it. I kind of feel like she still somewhat does not support same-sex marriage. Um, and, I, and I know it's very cliche because, you know, she's a transgender, you know... Woman. Woman. But it's also like, I'm like, how can you be a transgender woman who's also a Republican who is against same-sex <laughs> marriage? It's a little... It's twisted. a little... Yeah, it's a little twisted to me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and it, it was very interesting to me because I was like... 
she tried to cover it up, you know, with, during the interview, and she didn't flat out say it. But if you put two and two together, I was like, I don't think she, I think she still does not one hundred percent support. I agree with you. Marriage. When I saw it, I was uncomfortable. When I saw that, I saw it when it was happening on the Ellen show, and I was like, ooh. And I was like, and Ellen called her out on it instantly and said, you know, well, they want, of course, they want the word marriage because they want to be equal. If you want to be equal, you have to have the same word. And she kind of was like, well, I understand that, da, 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 whatever. But right. I mean, the truth is, what's so confusing to me, and I agree with you, Jason, is that she is she's a transgender woman and she wants these rights, which are very, very much uh, parallel to what gay rights are uh, or wanting or whatever, and yet can't see the hypocrisy and not not supporting it. However, she has since come out since after that happened and said that she does fully support gay rights and that she's evolved on this issue, and she's changed, and, and she's been, she's been taught that. now. Well, I don't well, I mean, but even if it's true, I have to say, I mean, she is a neophyte. She's brand new, and she's coming from someone who once was a highly conservative individual. So Wait. she has to be basically her her brainwashed brain has to be re programmed <laughs> uh, away from the Republican side and, and she'll begin to understand and become an, a probably I bet you I bet you a million dollars in 10 years she'll be a Democrat or whatever or a liberal no I just feel like she's doing just a traditional thing because people are kind of heated about it I feel like she's just trying to retract her statement she's and trying like, to keep oh well foot. what I really meant was she's trying to keep one know. foot in that world and another foot in this world because she's, right. she's afraid to put that foot into this one all the way because she doesn't want to be considered a freak and all that shit she's talking about the show. I, I, I think that's what it is, honestly. She's afraid to let go of all these previous notions she had because she's had them for her entire life. And so I, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I understand why she is that way. I don't agree with it, but I think that she'll probably come around. So I'm trying to be fair. I'm trying to be right. fair. I'm trying to be fair. I don't think she's going to come around. You know, my mom like, my mom was really, really conservative and growing up was never a gay ally. was never... Darth Vader, Darth Vader, is that you? Yeah, you're breaking up. <laughs> she was super, yeah, she was very, very conservative. And then... <laughs> Uh-oh, I think we lost oh. him. He's going to come back. He'll come I'm back. Here. I'm here. Oh, so she was... There he is. Can okay. you hear me cool? Yeah. Okay, she was super conservative and... Um, it wasn't until I came out that she started kind of slowly starting to accept it. So I think over time you just become more comfortable with it and you just... Well, it's just like anything when you don't understand you're ignorant of something. Which right, means exactly. that you don't understand it, you don't know anything about it really. And that's the same thing with her and your mother or Caitlyn Jenner. Once they're immersed and they understand it, they understand people who are gay, they understand people who are transgender, they understand it because they're with these people. Right. Then they have an understanding, they understand that what they thought before was wrong. So wrong. it's just a matter right. of learning. I agree with you completely. I think I think she'll evolve too, although Jason mm. thinks he's not so <laughs> sure. No, I'm not too sure about that. Well, speaking people of, can change. People can change. Speaking of, but change. I mean, but you have to remember she she is now a transgender woman and she still had the has these thoughts. It's, it's, hypo- like, it's hypocritical. It is. Yeah, it is. I'm, I don't know. It is hypocritical. I, I agree with you. I, I feel the same way you do, Jason. On one foot, I'm just trying to be. Uh, optimistic, and I think also give her the benefit of the doubt because I think she has even from that show I am Kate from the beginning of the show to the end of the show you see an evolution and thought about se- several different topics that she mm-hmm. has changed on. So I think she has an open enough mind 
to actually go there. I think the problem I feel though, and I think what you're feeling maybe is, is I think she thinks that being she's a transgender, so therefore she's a woman, quote unquote. Therefore, that's that's not the same as being gay because she's not she's not gay because she's right. a woman now, and it doesn't really apply to her these gay right things. And so she's not she's not part of the gay community. She's part of the right. transgender. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that. So I think that's what she's thinking. I don't agree with it either, Jason, but. We'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of change, um, Mariah Carey now is a freaking uh, video game character. <laughs> Did you guys see this? The Wait, what happened? You I, didn't I, see I, this? <laughs> oh my god, you have got to look it up. <laughs> oh my gosh. So she's the new face of this video game um, that um, it's like a medieval times video game. So she's not like a character in the video game. She's just kind of like the face of it. And in the commercial, they're playing um, her song Hero. And she kind of, you know, jumps off the horse or whatever it is and flips her hair around. And <laughs> it's she's called like, Game of War. Oh, uh, Game of War, yeah. And she's I like, just found it. Yeah. She's like, you could be the hero. And then kind of like <laughs> jogs, jogs off. But it's, it's so hokey. Mm-hmm. Her career is over. Don't you think Sorry. that's beneath her? Okay, I don't think her career will ever be over, but I think it's in the dumps. This it's, is the, no, it's over. So this is the question. <laughs> Is this a low point in her career, or is this just a fun opportunity? I think it's a misstep. I think she shouldn't have done this. I think she should have done something else. Not This is ri- ri- ridiculous and stupid. So I, it, I thought this was like funny or die at first. It should have been. <laughs> and then, been. I mean, half of people are probably, half of these gamers don't even know who the hell she is. Remember, you have to remember a lot of these kids are 14 years between old. 10 and 14 years mm-hmm. old. They could be like, who the hell is this bitch? <laughs> yeah. Like, they could be like, who's Mariah Carey? Mm-hmm. Trust me, they're not going to know who she is. No. And if they maybe. do, it's only because, you know, they hear their parents may, maybe reference I her. I also don't think Hero is an appropriate song for a video game. It doesn't make any sense. Hero, it's like a ballad, right? Right. It doesn't right. make any sense to me at all. But Hero, I mean, just Hero in hero. a game of war video game yes exactly it doesn't make sense in terms of the way it sounds i mean maybe the word hero yeah but not the actual song it's really bizarre i I don't know mariah carey i think you know her voice has as we have all seen degraded over time because she hasn't taken care of it i think um don't you think it's degraded and i think she's also just i don't think she gives a shit so much anymore do you think she cares too much which one do you think it is i don't think she i think it's effortless for her i don't think she puts a lot of thought into anything she doesn't rehearse she doesn't really put a lot of thought into her stage set you know to well, her she's I mariah carey darling that's no. what I mean by she doesn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> she's like, I'm where I carry. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I don't but care. She's just going to end up tarnishing her if reputation. If it's good or not. And that's right. You've got to work for it. I don't care who you are. You've got to this work. This entire commercial is stupid. I'm watching it right now. They're in medieval times and they have a fucking cell phone. <laughs> I'm like, really? Really? Come on now. I don't know anything about the game. Maybe the game is Me them going either. back in, in time and they have a Well, cell before phones. her, it was Kate Upton who was the spokesperson. I kind of thought that was silly too, but Mariah Carey. It's just hokey and bizarre. Oh, it's bad placement for her. Whoever her PR people are are stupid. Uh, or publicist, I mean. Uh, well, speaking of, we'll those, go, go ahead, go ahead. We'll go ahead and post the video on the Facebook page after the show. Yeah, so, so people can see <laughs> how her ridiculous. taking off running in this commercial. <laughs> the is. best. I need it like <laughs> It is hilarious. I was just like, it looks like she she takes off running. Okay, have you ever seen that? Um, 
I think it's a state, it's a State Farm or one of those commercials where the robot's driving the car and he rear ends the other car and he gets out and says, "Uh oh," and it takes off running. <laughs> That's she, what she looks like. She runs just like that fucking robot in that commercial. I swear uh, to God, look it up if you don't believe me. Mm, mm, mm. Poor Mariah, poor Mariah, poor Mariah, poor Mariah. Not a good look, Mariah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, before we move on to the next topic, did you see the article about um, Janet Jackson's um, show and the fact how she? Is not she's like doing medleys of all her songs. She's not even doing full songs. The full. Well, it, she's doing like thirty-two some on track. So that I mean, it, a lot of people do that though. Like a lot of people that have a big set, they only do like half of the song. Well, thirty-two tracks times four minutes is only an hour and like or two hours or something. That's okay. So do all the fucking songs, bitch. We're paying for it. <laughs> I mean, that's not that. Madonna does that too, though. She does not. She, she does more of like. She does all of her songs, but when she does like a medley, she does like three songs that you don't give a shit about anyway, usually. Like, it's like songs that are like deep cut songs. And she doesn't do like Vogue, usually, as a. You or know they're I mean? like sample. Like, or yeah. it's like a sample. But and they're like, usually like interludes. It's not like yeah. the whole song, the whole performance. I just don't like that. But whatever. I think it's, I think it's lazy. Um, but you get what you pay for when you go to the Madonna and you go I don't know. I was Jackson. really rooting for her and. It just seems like this comeback is just falling flat. <laughs> I'm sorry. It and has. I'm a, and I'm a and I'm a Janet Jackson supporter, too. but it just seems like this her comeback had very little promotion. I mean, even her songs get very little, very little radio play. It's badly handled. I'm just like I don't know who her you know Manager, who's in charge of her promoting label. and you know they did a horrible job. Well, I don't think she's on a record label. I think she's producing all this herself. I don't think it's oh, wow. her own label actually. Um, and that's why that's what we discussed before about her is that I think that's one reason why she's doing so poorly because she's not she doesn't have the backing of a major label. Mm-hmm. Uh, she probably could have, but I think she chose to do it on her own. Yeah, I mean more money. Exactly. So I think that that's the problem. But you know, whatever. Um, now you actually had mentioned something about uh, Tamar Braxton. Yeah, this is actually. Oh, <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, the same bitch who blocked me? Okay. (laughs) The same one. So, October 2nd, Janet's album's coming out. And now, Tamar Braxton's album's coming out on on October 2nd because her or her record label or her management team decided to push the album back for the fifth time. Mm -hmm. Bitch. (laughs) And... They have been, like, heavily promoting this record to come out September 11th. That's kind of been, like, the big thing, September 11th, September 11th. And um, they promoted it on all the reality shows, the talk show, every interview. Like, it was a big deal, right? And um, I was excited because I've been waiting since January. And then after January, it was May. And then after May, it was July. And then after July, it was (laughs) September. And now it's October. Mm -hmm. So, um you know, I was upset because what happened was it was September 10th at 11 p.m. Central Time, which is when the album goes on sale. Yes. And so I go on my iTunes to go ahead and just get her downloaded. And it says unavailable until October 2nd. And you're which, like, of course, bitch. I know what that fucking means. <laughs> so I immediately go to her Instagram like, oh, hell no. Didn't post anything about it. Never tweeted it. Nothing. That is just wrong. Anybody. So I'm looking at the comments. All the fans are upset. Everyone's mad. Basically saying like, they feel like they can't trust her anymore because she is like giving them false dates and keeps changing it. And in my opinion, I believe it was pushed back because now that she's on Dancing with the Stars, they want to kind of like get that little last bit of momentum up. But to be Mm -hmm. honest, I don't care anymore. 
<laughs> You're like over anymore. it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care anymore. Like I've lost the excitement. You know what I mean? It's like, well, it's really bad. Let's talk about badly managed. Uh, that's Ugh. really badly managed. I mean, you've lost all the momentum from that, as well as promotion that she's done on talk shows and everything else. And then you Literally, wait. Yeah. That makes no sense. That's really stupid. You t- the day of. That's really dumb. Well, it is her, so you get what you want. Yeah, this is Take My Breath. <laughs> I'm talking about so. I'm not buying the album. I don't fucking care when it comes out. You won't be getting a dime of my fucking money, bitch. So, so who do you think is going to have the, the number one R&B album, the album that's heavily promoted, or Janet's album that's just Janet that will sell? Janet might do fine once we hear the rest of the album. Yeah. We only heard one song. And I'm rooting for Janet. Yeah, me too. I mean, you cannot put this, Tamar Braxton and Janet Jackson in the same. I'm sorry, no. But but this is, I mean, but you have to remember, this is something that Tamar Braxton does. She does, she pulls these stunts and expects pe- people to be okay with it. And but you can't do that to your fans, though. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like, where's the communication? Like, exactly. She needs to be pushed say. back to be pushed out. She didn't say anything. Back. But if you don't say anything, you leave everybody high and dry when you've been promoting this record for four months. Like, yes. Trust me, no one's going to care. I, I, I can almost guarantee you her album sales are going to be low because half of these people have just lost interest. Yeah. So, Or, or if they do decide to buy it, I mean, it's, it, it, it's not going to be that big day of anticipation like a lot of artists go through when they release an album. No one's going to care. Nobody I don't care. I don't give a shit about I don't, it anyway. I don't care when the album comes out and, but. you know, you know, Best of luck to her, but <laughs> give me my money. Poor so, Christian yeah. has to wait some more. Poor Christian. Ugh, Let us know I'm how so the album over this. Is. Maybe, maybe I'll she, maybe I'll go online and listen to it for free. The, the few but. songs I've heard are cute, uh, but I just ugh, she released a single like almost a year ago. What's she waiting for? What what, That's what, what I'm saying. Let me know. Let me know. It's on this album. Yes, it's on the what? deluxe edition. Yeah. Why did you? Oh God! Okay, I, <laughs> I, I I had no idea that that song was on this coming up album. I thought it was on the her... no boo boo. Oh well. You know who else I don't give a shit about? Best of luck, Tamar. Kim Davis. Get my money. Kim Davis. Oh, Does God. anybody? Kim Davis. Now, why is she still in the media? I don't understand what like the big thing is. That's, like, see, I, that's what my talking. issue is too. Whose topic was this? Was this your, whose topic was this? Anyway, it's my it's my topic, okay. but that's what I want to talk about. Why, talk why about? is she still in the media? Because she she went to jail. She got out. She was in there for twenty four hours, even though she acted like she was in there for ninety years. <laughs> and then she gets out, and then she says, "I'm going back to work, but I'm still not issuing same sex marriage licenses." I'm just like, then why are you going back to work? Mm-hmm. It's like you, you pretty. I feel like she's she's technically breaking the law. Well, no, is what I feel not. like. She's not, and th- because the thing, the whole point was not that she didn't want to issue them herself. The point was that she was preventing her entire office from issuing them. That right. was what. She, that's what's breaking the law. She has. She she has a religious objection to it. Then she can say I have a religious objection and not participate in it. But someone else in the office has to do it. And before she was saying no, you don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Now they're doing it. So that's the difference. So she's technically not breaking the law anymore. Um, she's refusing to sign them, and for a while, people thought, "Well, will they be valid?" Because yes, they will be valid because her deputy's signing them, so they're still valid. But on them, they're typing in a uh, pursuant to the the Supreme Court ruling or uh, requirements or something like that. So they're even doing that. No matter what they do, they're still trying to stick it to the gays 
any way they can to say that they're not doing it of their free will. We or, need someone from Kentucky who's listening to call into the show. I know. I, would give opinion on I have a friend from Kentucky who actually listens to my show all the time. Her name is Emmy, and she... I know she's in Virginia. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Cute. I'm sorry. They're not all the same. Uh, if anyone in Kentucky is listening, please call in because we would love to hear your opinion. And I wanted to tell you that we had a, um, a voicemail that I tried hard to find earlier today. It was from a listener named John Patton. He's listened to my show for a long time. He's listened to our show, and he said some great things about our show. He wanted to tell you all that he loves our show. He listens to it every week and usually live. And he really, 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 really loves what we do, we're doing and to keep doing it. So I'm sorry. Oh, that's sweet. I'm sorry. Thank s- you so much. I pre- we appreciate that. Yeah, I really wish. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. I didn't have. I I don't know what happened to the freaking voicemail. I was on Skype and I don't know what happened to it. I'm sorry. So, um, but thank you yeah, for listening. When you said we got a letter, I got nervous. So I was like, oh, Lord. Oh, no, no. Our first, <laughs> first bit of hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love hate mail. Unfortunately, I have gotten too. it yet. I know. Because then I can talk I get, shit about uh, it. I used to, when I started my Off Limits show, I used to get, oh, my, I mean, every fucking day. Fucking fabulous. You know, shit like that. I'm like, thanks. You know. Anyway, it just whatever. It's just so much fun to me because they're such idiots, but whatever. Um, so anyway, but yeah, Kim Davis is a moron. We know that. But yeah, she's back at work in Kentucky. So big whoop. <laughs> do something with their hair bitch can't they fire her like I don't understand like if you she's were she's dead... elected official by the she's an elected <sighs> official so they have to actually impeach her in order to get rid of her and the people who are there there's not, it's like a tiny county it's not that many people and half of them support her so they're not gonna impeach her so. right She's just a fucking idiot. She um, never see a hairstylist ASAP. Oh, you know who needs to hair- see a hairstylist is Donald Trump, who was at the AAC Center in Dallas oh, yesterday. Oh, uh, This is fucking... Was it yesterday or today? I get my it, was it was yesterday. Okay, it was yesterday. Week. Fucking Donald Trump has this goddamn fucking revival at uh, the AA Center here in Dallas, which, by the way, if you're not in Dallas, is like our biggest... I don't know. Arena. Nicest arena in Dallas. Yeah, proper downtown. Yeah, yeah. The American It's Airbus. where the Mavericks play. Yeah, exactly. And we have big concerts there and everything. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so he has his little rally there for his stupid campaign, which is completely bu- complete bullshit. Um, and all these people. But the funniest thing was, did you see the guy with a cap that said DTF on the, on the front? <laughs> did no, you see this that. there's a guy if you watch the video some of the videos of Donald Trump speaking and stuff he's right in plain view right to the right of him and he has a white cap and red letters says DTF meaning Donald Trump forever but that's not <laughs> what that, <laughs> that's not what DTF means as you know so um, it's just hilarious and the guy doesn't even he's completely oblivious to the whole fucking thing and he had these people in the audience that kept changing. Like they had, they had the black guy there, then they moved him. Then they had a white guy there, then they moved him. Then they had a woman there. And they, I mean, it's like they kept putting people there so that they'd be seen behind uh, him. On camera. Yeah. But, that, that, yeah, because I remember the clip that I saw, they had a, a Hispanic man standing behind him. Yeah. They and I was like, him. are you fucking serious? <laughs> I couldn't believe that there were black people and brown people and gay people there, but the people they interviewed actually said, love it. I mean, this is the gay guy they interviewed, said, I'm just here for the show. He said, I'm not interested in voting for the guy. He said, I'm just here because watch the, the, the so, train. Uh, I'm be assuming complete... he's a... No, go ahead, go ahead. To be completely honest, if I would have been in town, I would have gone for the same reason. Just to watch the to show. To just see the show. Oh, I wouldn't, I've been you know so embarrassed I mean? had I been seen on camera. Oh my God, no. Oh, please. You wouldn't have been seen on camera. I would have sat in the back. No one, no one there would have known me. Trust and believe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's just weird. I don't... It, it's just, 
Donald, Donald. Well, what do you Donald. think about his campaign? Do you think he's going to be able to be president? It's, it's a fucking... No, it's a joke. His antics make this shit an international reality show. As of yet, he has yet to say anything regaining in regards to politics. The only thing he does is just go out and just publicly bully and talk shit about people. He hasn't said anything about politics. He's a blowhard. That's all he does yeah. is just blow his fucking mouth. Yeah, and that's the thing. They ask him, what is your policy on this? What is your policy? I'm going to fix this. I'm going to yeah, do this. He's, he's, but he I'm never gives him that. a plan. He's not, to all the Donald Trump supporters, he's not going to fucking win. I just want to let you know that. Well, this day. is what's interesting to me. It's like, how are he, he says he's going to lower taxes, right, apparently. Mm-hmm. Lower taxes, but still he's going to manage to like get rid of all the immigrants and build a wall. <laughs> a beautiful wall. A beautiful wall. Yeah, yeah. How does that make any fucking sense? I don't... He's not He's not a politician. He's, as they said, he's not a politician. He's an entertainer. He is not... He, he's a... He's not a politician. He's not. And the, unfortunately, though, although he's a re, re, ridiculous moron, although people are, you know, are voting for him still. People are still voting for him. People are, are wanting him to win, I mean... And his poll numbers keep going up, 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 up. They have not gone down. They're continually going up on the Republican Party side. They, they're, also I mean, saying, I, they're also saying that his uh, Twitter followers have gone up because they want to see what the fuck he's tweeting. Because he just flies off the handle with all this bullshit. That's probably so, true, yeah. Just to see yeah. what he says, yeah. Well, it's just like a show. It's a show to him and nothing else. But even if he actually does become the candidate, the Republican candidate, which, God forbid, is frightening as fuck. Uh, I don't um, know what I'm going to do. You know, it's more frightening to me to have him than even fucking Sarah Palin on the other side. I mean, he's he frightens me. Because the guy, if he were actually president of the United States of America, can you imagine him, like, you know, fuck you, blowing up Korea, or, you know what I mean? Just because he's in the mood, or whatever. And, and getting rid of all the immigrants because he feels like it. I mean, the guy is like a fucking Nazi, so I do not want him to be the president. And unfortunately, it can happen. This is America. It is a bit of an idiocracy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel like if he becomes president, I won't be on this show anymore because I'm sure he's going to round up all the Hispanics and black people and tell us to get the fuck out of here. What's he going to do with so. me then? Do what? <laughs> What's he going to do with me? I'm I don't know. You, you Cut me you, in half. I don't know. No, they, they may have a trial for you. <laughs> So they may have, yeah, they may have to call in the jury and the jury makes a, grand jury makes a decision. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyway. (laughs) I'm not even sweating it. That will never happen. No, well, I hope you're right. If it does, I'd be very disappointed in America. But um, anyway, um, what else was on the list? Um, Oh, Andy Cohen has a serious XM channel. I don't know if you guys like him or dislike him. People either love him or hate him. What do you all think Mm, about him? I like him. I mean, I don't have anything against him. He he's okay. He could be a little messy at times, but um, <laughs> he's overall okay. I don't. I don't. Okay, so explain to us what's this? What his radio? What his serious channel is about? Because I it's, didn't even know he had a serious XM channel. Well, he did, just started literally like two days ago, and or yesterday. And it's a serious XM channel, so he has a show where he has his own shows, and he has like Lance Bass on there now, moved to his channel, and other people aren't they fucking? Channel. No, oh. they never fucked. Although they did they have, just kissed. they did have some intimacy. Yes, a while back, uh, a long time ago. Should I say allegedly? <laughs> well, no. They admitted that they went went to bed together, but they didn't have sex. Meaning they didn't like they didn't fuck. Mm-hmm. They didn't fuck. Is all I know. They may have been uh-huh. oral. They may have been oral sex, but mm. I don't know what else happened. That's what Lance Bass said. So you want so so they want us to believe that they got in bed together and messed around with it. Well, I think it's because. They were drunk or whatever he said, said, and I don't know, whatever. Haven't you ever had been with a guy and not had full sex with him? No. (laughs) No. 
Really? Never. Mm, never. Oh, what about you, Chris? I mean, I don't get around that much. Let's be clear about that. Okay. But when I do mess around with some, no, we don't. I don't be like, no, because I'd be damned. You go get me hard and be like, oh, I gotta go home. No, no. that ain't gonna work. What I mean is, oh. there's a difference between, to me, oral sex and fucking. Mm-hmm. So, haven't you ever just had oral sex with a guy and not gone all the way to have the fucking? Well, yeah. Okay, that's it's... what I mean. Um, okay. That's what I mean. So anyway, so I think that's what happened with them. They just didn't. They didn't fuck. That's what Lance Bass said. Nobody's pole entered anybody's hole. That's what he said. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's what he said. So, <laughs> so uh-uh. whatever that means to you, you know. Anyway, um, you also you uh, Jason said you had something you wanted to add about some fun topic or something. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, um, we can come back to it. I forgot. <laughs> okay, Jason. <laughs> Jason, enjoy everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Just come. We'll, we'll come back to it. We'll come back. Well, did you hear about the? Did we talk about the guys? The guy who had the nineteen-inch penis. Did we talk about that already? No. What? Oh, yeah. There was a guy. It was like a couple weeks ago. He was. Uh, he. He's. He's. I mean, verified. He truly does have a nineteen-inch penis. <clears throat> And um, he can't go anywhere because when he goes places like, you know, the TSA or whatever, thinks he has a gun or whatever, things like that. But um, he has such a big penis that he's having it reduced because it's so big. He can't have sex with anyone. He can't, right. No one wants to have sex with a 19-inch penis. To. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you're like a fucking elephant, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, 19-inch penis. What do you do with a 19-inch penis? And that's flaccid. It's 19 inches flaccid. How are they going to reduce it? Um, I've never heard of a, pe- a penile, <laughs> penile reduction. reduction. I, do, I don't know for sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just like, I've never heard of this. So I'm thinking to myself, how do you take away? I, I'm Apparently, there is a way. Because, you know, the penis is mostly made up of blood vessels and mm-hmm. uh, capillaries and things like that and some muscle. But it's not really, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a bone. Just, just, <laughs> so. a, just the thought of this surgery makes me squirm. It's just, it's just, it's just sounds creepy to me. Well, yeah, but I mean, the truth Any is. Any medical doctors listening, please call in. Can someone can please explain how this works? Because. <laughs> By the way, I, if you do want to call in, if you do want to call in, the call in number is 214-377-0481. So please call in if you want to call in and talk to us. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, so I just wonder if you'd heard about that. And, but have you ever, um, how do I put this? You guys are, you, what? What are you laughing about? Go ahead. That's the question. Just ask. <laughs> What's the biggest penis you've ever seen in, in real life? <laughs> there was, there was once, oh brother, there was once an anaconda that could not be tamed. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? You have to give us context. You have to give us context. Um, Inches or something. I don't know. Girth. Well, it was a lot of girth. Oh, girth is good. Yes, that's. I think that's 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 actually preferable. But um, no. So what about you, Jason? Um, this has been several years back, but there was a guy that I. Um, was talking to and we went on a few dates and then we finally messed around and then it was enormous. I think, because <laughs> I, I, I asked him, I said, well, I was like, how big are you? I think he said he was like 11 and a half inches. Oh my God. And and then he and then I was just like and I was like well I I can't do anything with you because I mean I don't I don't know what you expect to do with me I don't know what the fuck you were gonna do with, with me but I can't do anything about that then he, then he has the audacity to say well women don't have a problem with it 
I was like, well, I'm not a woman, Whoa. so. Well, women would have a problem, I would think, because they're a typical vagina. They say is four and a half inches deep. So where's well, that I gonna mean, go? I, 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 I Up into your uterus, I guess. I mean, I don't know. and then he then he proceeds to tell me that the one time he did mess with a woman, I guess they got a little carried away, and it's gonna be a little squeamish. What I'm about to say, but she ended up getting split and had to get five stitches down there. So um, that's supposed was, to make you want to have sex with him. Yeah. Well, he told me this afterwards as I as oh. I was leaving. Not, <laughs> you not, were leaving. Not during the process. So <laughs> no, I was just like, well, you pretty much just confirmed that I sure shit ain't gonna do anything with you now. Was so. this was was this person African American? Yes. Okay. Well, then yeah. Okay. And do you, what do you think about that whole myth thing though about African American men? It's it's a myth. Yeah, but I don't know if it's a myth so much as. May, not every African American man has a huge dong, but exactly just but, like every white guy doesn't have a small dick. right. But I do think Ooh. that they skew a little bit bigger than the general public in my in my experience. That's what I think, and it's just what I think. I don't know. You think that's not true? No, it's funny that you say that because I was watching a video on YouTube a few weeks ago, and they were talking about which country has the biggest penis. I saw something about that a long time and, ago. Yeah, and it turns out that the Congo in Africa, the men there have yeah. the, the average penis size is seven point oh six inches. Yeah, that's flaccid. Av- average. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and, and if that's average to right. them, it's I mean, big. I'm pretty it's sure yeah. that's going to be. It's quite a few guys there that are. <laughs> Way above that. Well, I just want to say, and this—I don't know how this is going to sound, but just just quickly say that um, the reason the different races have different size penises, and to some degree, because of how, like, some races we have more wider hip women, and some races have thinner hipped women. So, like, thinner hipped women races often like really skinny wayfish women races <laughs> often have often have smaller penises on their men of the same race whereas men who have wider hipped women races usually have men with thicker longer penises because their the canal is a little deeper down and that's right. and that, that's just tr- the truth and so what i'm saying is is there probably is truth to that because most black women have wider hips than most like an english woman or something would have you know what right. i'm saying so right. i'm not saying it's a racist thing i'm just saying it's like a it's a biological thing, the way we've evolved as human beings. And so right. I think it's, that's why I'm saying I think it's true to some degree. I'm not saying they're all huge. I'm just saying that I think <laughs> for this, you know, to some degree, they're a little bit bigger than most. But no, anyway. I got you. Did you guys hear about the woman? Um, she was actually, uh, my friend Kat told me this. Um, she was watching a show called Atlanta Something. It's about plastic surgeons in Atlanta and they try to do these things. It's kind of like botched, but kind of like the Atlanta version. Okay. And there was a woman who, had these enormous breasts, and she actually used them. She actually used them as part of her job. She used them to massage people, men and women. Ew. And she wants to get them reduced. So, and it What do you mean she used her... them to massage them? She used to put them on people's backs and, like, like rub she, them like on she, them? Like, she would put them on the person that's on the table and massage them with her breasts. Like, she'd use her chest and move them around, or she'd use her hands and rub them on them? She would use her hands. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and I was like, that's okay. bizarre. That's but bizarre. she had male and female clients. So, and I, and I was speechless for quite some time, but I was just like, well, I guess, I mean, I, that's a unique way of giving someone a massage. So. <laughs> well, you know, breasts, I mean, whether you're gay, straight or whatever, breasts feel nice. I mean, whatever you are, I think they feel nice, but they're not something that I'm appeal. They don't appeal to me. I wouldn't want somebody rubbing them all over me or anything. It's kind of weird. Uh-huh. 
No, it's it's it was a little odd to me, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a little strange. Yeah, but she was getting them reduced because she said they, you know, was getting to the point where she was at that at an age now where she wanted to get them reduced because they were starting to bother her and that type of thing. Well, she won't be able to massage anymore now. I think that's what the whole point. I think she said she uh, wanted she didn't want to do it anymore. She's so lose her job. Mm. yeah. So do you you can you know about the whole prep thing by the way since you guys are out there having sex um, <laughs> do you guys know about prep? What is it? Educating? What do you mean? Yeah, I don't know what prep is. Okay. Uh-uh. You mean like a prep school? No. Or what well, like, no. Y'all yeah, don't know what prep <laughs> is. Okay. Well, my God. Okay. So prep is okay. First of all, men who are who have HIV apparently take this drug called Truvada. And they mm-hmm. tested about five the past five years. They've been testing this drug to use as a preventative measure to prevent guys from getting HIV as a kind of sort of a vaccine type thing. And mm-hmm. so these guys would be taking this drug when they were having sex, unprotected sex with strangers or whatever, and to see if it would protect them from having HIV. It's protected 100% of the men from having HIV. So now PrEP, it's called PrEP now. If you don't mm-hmm. have HIV and you want to protect yourself from getting it, you can take this drug called Truvada, which is called PrEP, and it prevents you from getting HIV. So I was going to ask you, is this something that you as single men would ever use? No, because I don't know the side effects. Um, there aren't any major side effects on a daily basis. Initially, you have diarrhea um, and some like cramping, I think it said. That's all it says. No, I was just the old-fashioned way and just use a condom. I mean, because... Good. I, don't, I, I mean, first of all, I don't have, you know... Unprotected sex. Bareback have, sex. Yeah. 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 But it's just one of those things. I I don't know. When it comes to medicine, I always feel like what happens if the medicine doesn't work or right. what happens if I get a hold of a pill and it doesn't do what it's supposed to do on, on that particular pill. Mm-hmm. And it's, well, I don't know. It's I guess, like, I guess it's too much of a gamble. I, guess, I don't Yeah. Know. And that's what the question was basically is that something you think, uh, do you think that's a responsible thing for, for gay men to do who, who are having sex? Or do you think it's irresponsible for them to think that this is going to protect them? when they should still be using a condom because it doesn't protect you from STDs at all, other than right. HIV. Yeah, I would just... I, I'll just stick to the condom myself. Good. What about and hope, you? And hopefully that the other person is being honest that they have HIV. I know Christian does not like to talk about sex things, but... Christian... No, 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 I'm listening. Um, no, I agree. Um, I agree. I'm, you know, I'm cool with sticking with the condom, but um, it's not something I would entirely be... In- uh, closed off to just because I think the more protection the better you know what I mean right. especially as we continue to evolve um, in medicine and technology you know why not use our resources what we have well and I guess my other thing was if you're in a I think the best thing for prep is for someone who's in a relationship mm-hmm. you know what I mean or, or someone who's in a relationship with someone who's HIV positive and you're not and then I think that it still use a condom and still be protected that way. Yeah, my concern is that people that um, are HIV positive, um, that aren't truthful people, um, would use this as kind of like a crutch. You know what I mean? Oh, what do you exactly. Mean? No, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? <laughs> so they would they they wouldn't uh, they would talk down kind of the seriousness of their HIV and just oh you know use the prep it's all good like no big deal and kind of right. promote. Right. You know, kind of promote uh, unsafe sex. Well, the other mm-hmm. thing about prep is you have to be on it for three days before you can have sex, and so yeah. you're protected only if you continue to use it. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. But I think it's a great thing if you have a partner that is HIV positive. Right. I mean, that's 
I think it is too. And what do you think about HIV now versus when you were younger? You guys think it's more or less uh, stigmatized or what? Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's more acceptable now. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to uh, when gay marriage was legalized. I went to this big gay rally, and they were talking about how um, HIV. Um, victims or whatever people that have hiv are really the um the trailblazers and the pioneers and the strength within the gay community because they were really some of the first people to fight Mm -hmm. and um you know that was kind of the first time i ever really started thinking about that because to be honest i don't know anybody with hiv or at least not that i know of and i started to say it's interesting that you guys have both grown up in a world where it wasn't like a huge epidemic i mean you know what i mean when I was when I was a kid, I remember seeing. I actually remember I was like eight years old. I was seeing it from the TV, and it said, uh, "This dude, new new disease, AIDS, da 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 da, gay man, da da da." And I asked my mom, "What's AIDS?" And she goes, "She goes if it, she goes if a gay she goes if a man ever asks to suck your pee pee, say no." And I <laughs> <laughs> and and I was thinking to my head, I remember this moment. I was thinking to my head, well, "What comes in on my pee pee? Urine." I was thinking, "Why would anybody want to?" Do that. I was, kind of, right. I was thinking in my head. But my point is, is that that it, there was a world where that existed. And as I got older, it was always something that people talked about. And in the 90s, it was like safe sex, safe, safe sex, safe sex. And right. so it's drilled into my head. I would never, uh, me personally, uh, want to, you know, have sex and with some stranger and not be protected with a condom. I'm sorry. Absolutely. I would, I would not yeah. do it without just pre- I wouldn't rely on prep either. Jason, I agree with you. So, yeah. Uh, anything else you all want to add before we go? Yes. Um, so I'm looking online. It looks like this just broke um, uh, about an hour ago. Uh, so Lifetime is reportedly going to do a biopic of Tony Braxton. Oh, oh I'm into that. My God, me too. That I poor too. girl. I'm, pretty, I'm She's actually been excited. through the ringer. Is she going to play herself? Yes, yeah, she, she is. is? Oh. How I know? How I fucking know? <laughs> yeah, and then it says, it actually says, update confirmed Tony, Tony herself to set to star. So she's going to play herself. The only movie. thing is, Lifetime movies, like I said, the production value sometimes can suck, so I hope they have a good budget. I mean, I guess since she's in it, she can use her own music. Yeah, that'll kind of be like the Fantasia Burino, but she doesn't own a lot of her music. That's yeah, because that's what, that's what that's she's true. fucked over at the beginning of her contract. That first contract. Have you heard what she made off her first contract? She made literally. Yeah. She made. I, I actually read the book when her book came out. Like yeah. literally, like, it was like thousands of dollars. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Ever, and she made million, multi, multi millions for the the record company. She was yeah. fucked over royally. That so I, I really would love to see this. I really would. I am. I'm. Very, I'm actually really excited. I am really looking forward to this. That's so sad. I just hate when people were taken advantage of like that. That's so sad. She was so such a talent. She should make another record. She really should, but she won't. Um, I think she's scared. She doesn't like the defeat of like feeling like she didn't sell enough albums or. Don't make it about uh, that. Make it about. The I art. know it's about the music. Absolutely. You know what I mean. And I think if you know, you, she's got fans out there who would love to hear her sing. I love her voice. Yeah. I've always loved her voice. But whatever. me too. Yeah, me too. Love me some Tony. And also, um, do you guys know who Sanaa Lathan is, the actress? Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, she is reportedly dating rapper French Montana, which is a new low for her. I just, oh, Sanaa, what is wrong with you? Why would you? <laughs> Oh, Sanaa, you you were doing so good with the movies, and you her movie just came out. It debuted at She's number very, one. She's very very pretty, and 
And then you get with French fucking Montana. But do you know a lot of these really beautiful black women like her in kind of elegant? I mean, she kind of, I think she's kind of elegant. Um, they kind of always go for these bad boy types, you know? They almost mm-hmm. always go for these bad boy rapper dudes, these hard guys. But he's not even like. cute. He looks like a thumb with eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a thumb with eyebrows. He kind of does. I guess you could say that. Mm-hmm. He's, just, he's, he's not attractive to me His at face all. Is, yeah, you're right. His face is kind of ugly. But it's and not all about that. Khloe Kardashian too. It's not all about that though, Jason. It's not about how he looks. I mean, she, he must have a big heart or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. I, I just, I just, I, it's just difficult to see them as a couple. It, it just really is. And, and there, plus, there's like a big age difference. I know she's in her early forties and he's in his twenties, late twenties, maybe, maybe early thirties. I don't know. I, no, he might be in his mid thirties because I remember he used to be married or something like well, that. Well, I just say let her get what she can get when she can get it. So good for her. Um, I, I guess congratulations, but I I do I think it's going to last no, but congratulations in the meantime. Uh Christian, you have anything you want to say before we go? I just wanted to give a shout out to all my peeps in Chicago. I just got back from Chicago today, missed my flight. It was all the drama at the airport. <laughs> um but anyways, I wanted to give a shout out to um everybody at Club Berlin. I had a really good time. All the girls there, Trinic Rex, Kim Chi, um, um and Shay Coulee, who I'm like obsessed with. If you're into drag, look her up. It was a it was a great time. I had a great time. Club, club Berlin. That Texas. sounds like a that sounds like a leather club or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a drag club. A lot of a lot of big uh, drag queens have come out of there. Trixie Mattel, Pearl. You wouldn't know who they are. They're on RuPaul's Drag Race, but oh yeah, yeah. I don't watch that show. Sorry. No, you're old. Sorry. No, I just have to taste. Anyway, <laughs> um, so <laughs> I guess that's all for the show um, tonight. Um, if you want to find out more about us, you can go to gayxyz.com. Oh, no, I have one more thing yes, before we go. Yes, sir. Yes. Do you guys watch this show called, well, I, I, I can't remember if I talked about this last week, but it's called Hey Queen? Yes, I've seen it on YouTube. No, okay. I haven't. Now, th- does this come on network television or is it strictly like a YouTube thing? It's YouTube. Oh, it's all you. Okay, I thought it was on a network or something. Okay. Did you watch that show I recommended to you, by the way, on Netflix called Blackbird? I, I did. I did. And did I you loved like it. it? Oh, good. Yes, I yeah. absolutely loved it. There's a really good movie called Blackbird on Netflix. It was really cute, really good, and actually kind of an indie film. So if you guys want to check it out, go to Netflix and watch it for free. It was good. Okay, you done? And then also one more thing, one mm-hmm. more thing, and then yes. I promise we can go. <laughs> one more thing. Um, Queen Latifah um, wins an Emmy for Outstanding Television Movie for Bessie. She won? Yep. Oh, she deserved it. She did really good. She did really good in that movie. So that was a good. Congratulations movie. to Queen Latifah. I I watched the movie and I absolutely loved it. Well, she's playing a lesbian, so she was used to that. Anyway. Uh, okay. Well, that's all for tonight. We'll be back next week on next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Central Time here on GayXYZ.com, and you can find us at Spreaker.com, and you can also find us on iTunes. I think I'm sure that's set up. I'm not sure. Anyway, we'll be back, and thanks for listening. You can find Christian at. At Christian Craven on Instagram and my website, ChristianAlexanderFashion.com. Jason at. You can find me on Twitter. It is Jason underscore B, B E underscore like. I had a I had a pause for a moment. I had to... Jason What's B like. The... Say that yeah. again, Jason. What is it again? It's Jason B like. I had to think about it for a moment because I stopped and paused. Cause I actually had to remember how to spell B E. <laughs> So, yeah, but it's wow. Jason underscore B underscore like. <laughs> you can so find- I, had, I had like two glasses of wine before I did this. Uh-huh, show, so. two. Uh-huh. And yeah. you can find me at offlimitshow.com. So thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Good night, everybody. Bye.